I inhaled and looked around. The big man here? Worse, the brains of the outfit. Connie? Hey, said Peter, whispering. She's got more than brains. I grinned and left the cigarette hanging from the corner of my mouth. Naughty, Peter, naughty. Well? What? I'm sure she's good at what she does. I looked him in the eyes, shaking my head with the cigarette still in my mouth. Where is she, upstairs? Going over the books on her computer. Want some privacy with her, Gordo? Right, what do you think, I'm nuts? Not that I wouldn't want to. Walter would have my ass in about two seconds. <laughs> Walter doesn't know shit. Peter. I smiled again, this time holding the cigarette as I took a drag. I moved up the set of wooden stairs leading along the cinder block wall. I looked down at Peter again, shook my head as he made some kind of gesture, bordering on obscene. I opened the door to ten vacant desks, silent phones, and empty side offices. I walked over to the restroom. I opened the door quickly. Connie Thornton was fixing a wide gold earring and looked at me in the mirror. She didn't evidence the frightened displeasure you might think when some clown opens the bathroom door. She had that same seductive smile and wasn't rattled as she continued to adjust her earring. She spoke in a high, classy voice. Good afternoon, Mr. Butts. Ah, I apologize, Mrs. Thornton. I didn't know you were even in. It's a nasty afternoon. I put out my cigarette and swept my eyes across her olive skin and vest. The material hung snug enough against her hips to attract my attention. I fiddled with my tie. Yeah, the turnpike's in rough shape. I asked the next obvious question, and she must have known I'd ask it. Is uh, Mr. Thornton around? No, Mr. Butts, he's back on Long Island. My heart spun around like a lawnmower revving up. She turned as if on cue, earring in place as she smiled. Under the vest, she wore a silky white blouse with a blue bra beneath. She pretended to cover her blouse with her vest. Is he all right? He's fine, Mr. Butts. Why did I have the odd notion that this woman enjoyed being alone with me in the second floor bathroom of a New Jersey plumbing supply warehouse? It was an odd notion. She excused herself and I stepped back and she came within a few inches of brushing against me. But I could smell that thick scent. The perfume was even stronger than when I had closed the door and laughed for thinking she was here for some reason other than doing the books. Before I went out to the office, I splashed a prodigious amount of cold water across my sweaty face and beard stubble. Then I wiped it down with a couple of stiff paper towels. I died for another cigarette, but didn't want to bother her by filling up the office with smoke. I opened the door. Connie sat upright in one of the side offices, and her long tapering cigarette spewed a blue trail toward the ceiling. I lit up. She stayed in the office and didn't say anything. I wasn't going to be so forward as to try and hustle her right there. These things take finesse. They take time and patience. Hooking the person until you got them. Then it becomes impossible to get away. I sat down at a center desk and acted as if I was making phone calls to my customers. But her fragrance overtook me and I kept thinking about her tanned face in the mirror. Have you planned dinner, Mr. Butts? I looked up from the phone and she puffed on the cigarette inconsequentially and when she exhaled, the smoke hit her face for a moment. She stood and stretched like a cat. You know the area. Yeah. I need a place for the night. 
I'm calling Walter. There's no way I'm driving back through the city tonight. My mind flipped through a hundred scenarios, all involving me and the upscale Mrs. Thornton. But I knew this woman had a cosmopolitan flair, was sharp and wouldn't be swooned by some smart-ass salesman who hadn't graduated college. I pitched the second highest place in the area. I'd only been in there once and it had been with Slavitz years ago. Well, there's uh, the Milton House on Highway 16. It's a country inn. Milton House? And the food? Superb, Mrs. Thornton, superb. I still didn't know whether she had invited me to dinner or was merely asking me about the restaurant. She sat down and opened up the books again. This was the perfect opportunity to get to know this woman. How much better could it be? With a storm raging outside, her husband a hundred miles away, and I'm staying in the same town?